after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, where integral members of the WWE, Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Christy St. Cloud started their careers. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the first online pro wrestling show dedicated to all things women's pro wrestling, showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz's own gorgeous hosts of wrestling. Welcome, guys. You are watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, where we talk all things women, all things pro wrestling. My name is TK Trinidad, and beside me we have America's Sweethearts, yeah. the one, the only, Evan T. Mack. What's going on, girl? What's going on? Are you, are you good? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging tough, girl. Hang, New kids hang, on the block. Hanging tough. We'll talk about that later. We will. Anywho, <laughs> we're going to have an amazing show for you guys. We're going to be talking uh, WPW Star of the Week. Uh, we have some wrestling news, and we have a very, 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 very special guest, Ring of Honor wrestler. She lives in the gray area. Please <laughs> welcome Stella Gray. Hey. Hi, guys. How, Hi. how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Pretty good. good. Can't, can't complain. Can't complain. Um, so let's just kind of get started. So um, I've done, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've done a lot of um, interviews and a lot of, I find a lot of the women, they kind of start watching wrestling, but they don't really get into it too early, mm. maybe other than Paige. Um, you've been interested in wrestling since you were 13? Uh, probably since I was a, like a toddler. Like I remember wow. watching WWE or WWF, I guess it was back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't get like really passionate about it until ECW. My mm-hmm. brother showed me, like I was just walking by his room one night and he showed me, uh, an episode, I guess you'd say. And uh, that's when I fell. So it was about that time. That's when I became like really passionate about it was ECW days. That's crazy. It's like those um, kids who like decide they want to be a doctor and that's like all they want to do. <laughs> like, I really, really respect that. Um, so um, like you said, you started kind of around around that time. Who were like your main inspirations? Um, God, everybody at the dojo makes fun of me because I'm like a hardcore ECW fan. And if anybody <laughs> talks crap about ECW, I will literally hunt you down. Oh, my. <laughs> It's just my heart and my soul. Like, I'm from Philly. I can't help it. Uh, but, like, I was a, such a huge Tommy Dreamer fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I What got me in was Buell McGillicuddy was watching the match with her and Fonzie. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was just bloody and a mess. And she won the match. And it just, like, blew my mind that a girl could not only wrestle but beat a guy. And it was just – it was not something you saw every day. And uh, so it was, wasn't, like – a traditional wrestling match, obviously. <laughs> uh, but that's what opened my eyes more to like Trish Stratus and Lita and all that. And I just kind of fell in love with the wrestling aspect of it, but then also the craziness of ECW and there were just no rules in that. So yeah, I don't know. I like all different styles. I guess. <laughs> and now between then and then finally getting to the dojo, like what transpired um, to say, okay, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to make this, you know, my, my living, my dream. Um, well, when ECW closed, I kind of like fell out of wrestling. <laughs> like I was, I was that much of a fan mm-hmm. that once ECW closed, I was like, never going to watch wrestling again. 
it broke my heart. Um, it wasn't until I found out about like Ring of Honor and CZW. It was like local indie companies like from Philly that kind of had that like, I don't know how to describe it, but like the heart of ECW, it kind of reminded me of it. So mm-hmm. that's what made me get into it. And uh, just I go like out of nowhere, like I just stopped watching it for the longest time. And then probably about like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I just started really getting passionate about it again. And then I just one day Googled top wrestling schools in the country and <laughs> ring of honor was number two and it was l- literally 10 20 minutes from my house oh nice. Like, oh so it's kind it of meant to be yeah <laughs> that that's exactly what i thought <laughs> can you um can you take us through like your experience at the dojo like what was that like tell you you know your feelings before getting in there and then like you know how how it was getting through the dojo um so deciding to sign up, I literally was going back for back and forth every day, whether to do it or not. And, uh, my brother inspired me because he was working at the insurance company that I worked at. Um, and he quit his job and moved to New York to be a stand up comedian. Wow. So I kind of thought like, well, if he has the, uh, uh, cojones, I guess you'd say mm-hmm. to do that, why can't I follow my dream? Uh, so I remember walking in the dojo the first day and being scared out of my mind uh, not knowing what was going to happen. <laughs> um, but everybody was very sweet, very welcoming. And uh, they're very sweet, like the first 10 minutes. And then they put you through boot camp mm-hmm. and the pleasantries are over. Um, it, they basically have to test your body and put it to the limit. Mm-hmm. You have, they have to see if you're able to handle it. Like right. the first two months I say is absolute hell. Once you get through that, it gets slightly easier every day. Uh, it's still, it's, it's still, it's just, it's hell the first time. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to anybody. Hell. It's the first months, like, I remember dreaming of, like, a bed made of ice because your body's just so sore and oh beat up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm envisioning, like, you know, like, wall sits for 10 minutes and Seriously. you're walking, like, 10 miles with, like, a, a, a like a bag of flour over your head. Was it, like, that type of stuff or was it more, like, wrestling-based type stuff where you're doing, like, you know, 100 air squats or something on those, on those it, levels? It, well, it's kind of like a mix of like, I don't know how to describe it, like CrossFit calisthenics of like okay. yoga, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people think like, ah, yoga. No, no. That, yeah, yoga's tough. That, the yoga is not your normal type of yoga. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And I thought I was like, oh, I do GDP yoga. I got this. No, I don't. No, I did not. I did not. Um, <laughs> but it's basically learning to control your own body weight. And you don't realize how heavy you are until you have to hold your own self up for very long periods of time or doing burpees or just random stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> can you um, can you tell people you know that that you know say you know wrestling is an act you know wrestling is fake it's really not that hard anybody can do it. Can you like can you just like paint a picture <laughs> for people that don't understand how hard what you guys do is? Uh, I get very very annoyed with people that say like oh it's fake. If anybody comes up to me and say it's fake, they're really mm, I get really annoyed. Uh, the best way I could say. It's it's protective fighting. Like we're not trying to legit kill each other. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd bring knives to the ring. Like yeah. honestly, yep. um, it's not just fight. You are fighting, but you're, the the toll it takes on your body. Like a bump, taking a body slam. Yeah, it probably looks like the safest thing a wrestler can do. Mm-hmm. You're still getting slammed on your back. You're still taking the chance of hitting your head. It hurts. What's the difference is is we are trained to learn how to adapt to that pain. Doesn't bother us anymore. Right. There you go. You land it wrong, uh, randomly wrong one day, it's gonna, you could be out for a week. Like, it's, 
what happened? Like just, um, I think it was back in January, I missed an elbow drop. Simplest thing, stupid. Like some people could say it's a stu- stupid move. Um, I landed weird and I broke my tailbone. She was out for months. So oh people can talk whatever they want to. I turned into an elderly person immediately. I was bent <laughs> over. I couldn't walk. I had to sit with a pillow. That's so attractive. Um, <laughs> So people can say what they want. Uh, they have their opinions. I do get annoyed by it, but mm-hmm. you got to like, brush it off. And people, everybody's got an opinion. Yep. I think all you have to do is show them like really bad wrestlers, which that's out there, and people who are great wrestlers and how effortless they make it Seriously, look bro. to see exactly. the difference. That's like, a good you point. almost have to. You, I think you almost need to have like a backup of you know somebody terrible, maybe somebody you don't know or somebody <laughs> you do know, and show them like, hey, this is what Bazaar. Like, does this look you know and saying and then compare the two. And then you know you you have it right there because it's it's like night and day. The be able for, to be able, a very good idea. That is, <laughs> <laughs> might to make, have to do that. Yeah, to make it look so flawless is 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 absolutely. Like this, and you have to go and see it live. That's my biggest thing to people. Oh too. yeah, that's what I always say too. I remember kind of like thinking of the story. I'm not going to say names honestly because I can't remember who that person was. But the, the dojo would do tryout camps. Mm-hmm. And it's all day long, and it's basically a trial to get a contract, and uh, guys from the roster come. And I remember Jay Lethal was there the one day, and there was this one guy, and he just wasn't, like, we'll say it wasn't on his game. That's putting it nicely. Mm -hmm. So you have to do these drills and certain stuff with other wrestlers. Well, Lethal did not like the way the guy was doing it, so Lethal got in the ring with him, and he made this kid look like a million dollars. I was like, how the, that same kid that just wrestled 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it just shows, like, lethal is beyond a professional like, an, like he just makes everything fl- like exactly like you said flawless and effortless mm-hmm. it's just a consonant uh, professional i don't know if i use the right word but <laughs> and and now what so you know you've been in the game for a few years as and we all are like work in progress progress is no matter where you know what 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 profession we're in what do you think or what are you working on to kind of take your game to the next level that's good um, that's a good, I'm not even a couple years yet. God's honest truth. Like I started training in October, 2016, I think mm-hmm. I haven't even hit my wrestling anniversary yet. That will be in July, wow. like July 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be my official one year. Um, but I just, honestly, I just hired a personal trainer to basically kick my butt to, uh, basically be able to deadlift girls above my head. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. But, um, the trainers at the dojo are amazing and they burger, especially has very he does it's not like one style which i really like he likes the strong style like japanese style he likes lucha style obviously american and Mm -hmm. some british as well i love that uh i i wish i could be a luchador it's kind of impossible but i work towards that every day like i love doing a hurricane rana Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's impossible to do in certain situations um but i like at the grid of it i'm I'm a brawler because i'm from philly i don't know why i just like simple forearms i feel like gets the job done a lot yeah um but i don't know like with burger he's an amazing trainer and he comes with different videos and different ideas and so i go to him probably like at least once a week or once a month and be like all right let's think of something different let's try something different um and it's it's awesome because he he will think of like well what exactly do you are you thinking and i'm like i don't know (laughs) he's just like an encyclopedia of like an arsenal of what i could do so. Now, is there any women that you look to that's been in the game for a long period of time where you're not necessarily um, 
tailoring your game to to like theirs, but you know, it's almost like a blueprint. It's like, okay, they they're at this level, you know, and you almost you respect them and Mm-hmm. I don't know what the right words emulate, but you know you respect them and you look okay. This is the level I want to be at at one point in one day. Okay. Um, oh God, I like take a little like a little bit from everybody, mm-hmm. um, like either personality wise or their wrestling style. Like mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, I think is amazing. Like a, it's insane that she hasn't been doing this for ten years with the caliber that she's on. That's like true. Uh, she's just uh, there's never a bad match with Charlotte. Like yeah. there isn't. Like love watching her. I wish I could do half the stuff she does. Oh my God. Like she's just, but she's, she was a born athlete and she's very God willing. If I could ever be on that level, I'd mm-hmm. die. Um, but <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> she is like, she is what she is. And like, you can't deny that. Like a dream match that I would love to see is, uh, probably Charlotte Flair versus, uh, I'm going to mess up this name and I apologize. Iowa Shirai. I can't say her name. She's from uh stardom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably, if Charlotte's not the top, I think Iowa should would be the top. Um, wow. So that's another person I emulate mm-hmm. towards. Um, if I ever, God bless, get the chance to go to stardom, that's a dream to wrestle her one day. Mm-hmm. Um, even somebody like Kelly Klein, like even though she has a, she has a very tough exterior and stuff like that, but she doesn't take crap from anybody. Um, she's very serious about the way she wrestles, and she kind of has this: you get, you need to come at my level to even step in the ring with me, which is kind of. I don't know if I could say it, but badass. Yeah. It is. She's still known as a pretty badass. Like, that's awesome. And then yeah. there's people like Sumi, who I just got the chance to wrestle, and she's the most humble, sweet, giving person ever. But she's legit an MMA-trained jiu-jitsu. She could break your arm in two seconds. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she doesn't, it's kind of <laughs> nice of her. <laughs> so there's just, I just love every. I kind of like I'm – I'm a little fangirl. I like everybody. I like all different styles. So – it's, it's, I don't a, know. it's everything. <laughs> so, like, it's um, what would you say to a you know up and coming like, like you know young lady that wants to get into wrestling, but she feels like you know financially she can't afford it or she doesn't she can't do it. What would you what, would, what advice would you give her to pursue that that dream of her trying to get into the business? Um, I actually have a friend like this, and I'm always trying to convince her. To, I'm like, just do it. Um, it is like it is finance. Sometimes finances suck. Like, listen, I know every how it is nowadays it's hard paying bills and stuff like that um but if it's your dream like honestly it's your dream you should invest in it like do whatever you can if you like i know the dojo does like payment or plans like you don't have to pay everything up front you can do it bi-monthly or anything like that like first find a dojo that you really trust and you really like um that you feel like will help you if there i hear different stories about different gyms and i'm very grateful that i trained where i did but if you you have to make sacrifices for your dream, I'm sorry mm-hmm. you do. Like if you can't go shopping at Forever Twenty One or Amazon for that month because you need to pay your training bill, you need to do it. Like mm-hmm. what's more important to you, a cute new dress or fulfilling your dream? Wow. Like just, it just it it's sacrifice. Listen, it's not only financially sacrifice; it's um, socially a sacrifice. It's physically a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, physically, yes, probably. But uh, socially, you give up a lot of your social life. Like, this has got to be your top priority. Mm-hmm. And a lot of friends and family don't understand that in the beginning. The ones that do love you and care will be there. Um, but you got to – it's got to be your top priority if this is what you really want. Wow. 
And now take us through the matches. So they, they say, okay, you're going to be going up against this person. Um, do you discuss with them, like, what's what's the game plan? Mm. Or, you know, is there, do you let them take the lead because you're kind of a, a year into being, you know, experience-wise? Or what's the what's the breakdown for that? Um, It depends, I guess, like on indie shows, it's kind of fly-by, whatever. Um with Women of Honor, um, obviously everyone's way more advanced than I am. I'm the green, green kid, the new kid on the block. Mm -hmm. uh, so I usually let them uh, guide. Uh, I guess they take the reins. I literally just put up a fight. And yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say wish for the best, but like I know what I can do. Right. Um, but more than likely, they are going to have a counter or no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have way more knowledge than I do, so yeah, they basically uh, they take the lead. And but you've been holding your own. I saw yeah. a lot of your matches, and you you tend to have. Um, I think actually Brandy Rhodes was announcing one or two of them, and she said, you know, for everything that the person would do, you had to counter for them. So you're you're holding your own, unless the you know you guys you're making it look like you're holding your own. But either way, <laughs> it's all looking it's all looking very good very good to me. So I mean. <laughs> Um, what what is those things that you want to work on um, as far as so you hired a personal trainer like do you want to do like are you working towards doing like the flips like Charlotte does or are you looking to do more something like a Nia Jax um, not necessarily exact like them but what's the kind of things that you're maybe like goals that you're working towards for um, this year or the next couple of months. Um, I do honestly, I, I think it's funny cause I'm scared of heights. So the fact that I like doing high flying stuff or I want to do high flying stuff, my trainers think it's hysterical because they know <laughs> it will take me 20 minutes just to get up <laughs> of trying to, uh, but yeah, I do like my dream is to do like a, a, a moonsault, whether off the top or, uh, like off the top onto the floor. I don't know if I could do it, but if it's what I want to do, eventually I have to do it. I have to get over the fear. Um, I do like the idea of submissions. Uh, like Kelly, <laughs> Kelly and Diana show submissions can end a match very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like. I want to work more on high flying stuff. The brawling part it just comes natural to, naturally to me. So mm -hmm. I don't really a punch is a punch and elbows and elbow. I'm going to hit you if I have anything open. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, submissions and yeah, I don't want to like jinx myself, but yeah, I'm going to try the high flying as much as I can. Oh, well, I mean, I think once you, I I have a fear of not. Uh, heights, but I have fear of falling, which is kind of weird. But I still go and do crazy stuff. And I think once you get, thanks for laughing. At me. No. Um, so I think once once you kind of do it, the the first time's always going to be the hardest. And then you realize, okay, my body can handle this. And then you'll you'll get into it. It's just kind of doing it the first couple of times. And I think you you know you'll you'll be good. So it's I know like I I came up with this. Uh, I don't I didn't come up with it. That's a, a bold face lie. But I follow uh, this thing on Twitter. I think it's called like Lucha Gifts. Uh -huh. And I saw. Uh, I, I don't even know the luchador's name, but that's horrible of me. Um, he did like a bounce off the bot, like each rope, and then jumped on somebody's shoulders and did a hurricane round. And I'm like, oh, do that. It took me forever just to jump on the ropes because I knew eventually I'd have to jump up in the air. But uh, yeah, again, it took me 20 minutes. But after I did it, I wanted to do it over and over yeah. again. So at least, at least you're doing. It. There are a lot of people who want to do stuff and they just sit on the couch. So it's a a big difference that makes with that. Better, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of roller coasters. I, I get on them, but I'm scared to death. Legitimately, just let you know, just the full disclosure, we yeah. all scared of something. <laughs> We're scared to death of roller coasters. Yeah. I don't know 
I, it's that drop. Yeah, so I get on the thing. That's the thing, but I'm legitimately terrified. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where you keep your eyes closed the whole time. You're like, why did I even bother go on the ride? I didn't see anything. Every single picture when they take a picture, like me, my eyes closed. Yeah, it's Every not. It's not. So if you weren't if you weren't wrestling, what would you be doing? If I mean, what, what would you be doing if we walked through? Like, we would you do insurance? What would you be doing? Like McDonald's? What would you do if you weren't wrestling? Well, I was yeah. I was working for an insurance company. Um, I don't want to talk. I'm not going to talk bad about them, but it's honestly, it's not as exciting as wrestling. That's how a nice way of me put it. So the days are long. Uh, it's not like with uh, Ring of Honor shows, it could go from 8 a.m. to like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's a long, long day. Yes, that seems shorter to me than an eight hour day in an insurance company. Yeah, so true. Um, so I don't know. Like, I. I wouldn't want to go back to insurance. I know, like, I, I'm just not that desk type type of, like, sit at a desk and stare at a computer type of person. So it would have to be, like, something social. I don't know. Maybe even, like, go into psychology. That's I studied that for nice. a semester in college, but um, And now what did your parents think when you made this decision? You went from, like, a 9 to 5. It mm-hmm. sounds like I, I know a couple of people, I know several people from Philly, and it seems like parents are, you know, more of an old school, like, you know, yeah, get yeah. the 9 to 5, yep. work there 20 years, yep. buy the house, do all that stuff. And then when you do kind of something rogue, I mean, I know what my parents said, so what did what did yours? Um, well, that was the funny thing. I kind of led a double life up until this past summer, I think I let them know. So I started training in October. I don't think I let them know until August. So almost a full year later. Um, I was scared to death to tell them. I think they were, (laughs) I think when I went to tell them that, I think they were thinking I was dying or something (laughs) because I made it so serious or something happened to me. Um, yeah, the, my, they were shocked, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, they kind of weren't supportive in the beginning because they're just like, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Blah, blah. Um, they didn't, they were basically saying like, you can't quit insurance and that's, that's how you make your money. Mm-hmm. And um, so my dad is very supportive of it. Uh, he will tell me to go kick ass and stuff like that. And he'll watch the matches. My mom, she's supportive of it, but she will refuse to watch matches. Um, she doesn't want, <laughs> She would not want me to uh, quit insurance. She she does. She's the old school type. Wants to be married and yeah. pregnant. Be like an Italian housewife. <laughs> uh, no, say no more. Italian. It's just yeah. It's a different world. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 it's. I see how it is. Yeah. So, yeah. but you made the decision. You you went for your dream. And on top of that, too, Ring of Honor is not like you know a lot of people who kind of go for it and then they spend years not to, not even to, to badmouth the indies, but they spend years in the indies trying to trying to make it to yeah. somewhere like Ring of Honor or Impact. So, yeah. I mean, you're starting off pretty, you know, well. pretty pretty good level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, like I honestly wake up every day and I don't understand how I got so lucky. I, I it, it's not. I, like, I, I don't want anybody to think like it doesn't go unnoticed how unbelievably lucky I am in the position that I am in with how little experience I am to have a be a part of Women of Honor and be and Ring of Honor. Like, so it does make it like a little more justifiable. <laughs> like, hey, look, it's on TV and like people know it and it's a big company Seriously. and it's number two in the country. Uh, so it makes it a little bit easier for them to swallow that pill. Um, but it also it just it just makes me grateful every day that I am where I am. So, 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 
So you, for your uh, first match, how were you feeling? You know, before and after, like what were the, what were your thoughts? Like butterflies? Like how was it? Oh my god, I was having a panic attack. I was legit <laughs> having a panic attack, and I, I remember who was it that came up to me? I think TK Orion from the Kingdom. He was making fun of me. He was like, <laughs> I don't know if he was doing it to make me laugh to calm down, but it wasn't helping. He literally <laughs> was like, "You're gonna have a panic attack. You're gonna go out there. You're gonna get overheated. You're gonna throw up and die in the ring." I'm like, Thanks. "Oh wow, oh god, <laughs> okay." <laughs> I think uh, Jay White, he was he was nice. He was trying to calm me down. So were the Briscoes. Like, everybody's, like, a huge family in that, that back locker room. Like, I don't, that's another thing I love about Ring of Honor. Like, everybody wants everyone to do good. And awesome. even with the new people, they will take the time to talk to you and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was freaking out. Uh, like, I, I barely remember my first match because I just was freaking out. But then when I got back and all the guys coming to talk to you and ask you, like, how do you think you did and what could you do better? And they'd give you advice. It kind of like it's a very nice welcoming feeling like okay like i didn't do so bad and mm-hmm. they actually watch so it shows that they care and so very nerve-wracking in the beginning but then very kind of whew, that's the only way i could describe it like as soon as you get it over with, like whew, it's like this big exhale now how long <laughs> was that that first that match that like time yeah uh i think it was like six minutes maybe seven minutes so but it, it feels it, it, like it kind of feels forever, yeah. but then it feels like it goes by in a blink of an eye. It's hard to it's hard to describe. So in match, the middle like, of that match, was it um, more of like you were just you were going through it, and there was never a moment where like you're like, oh crap, I'm here, and I'm I'm about to like I don't know what to do, or was it you had so much muscle memory and you've been doing it for an, enough time, and you had yeah. great trainers that in the match you were you were comfortable, and you know next thing you know it was over. Uh, I wouldn't say muscle memory because there's still times that I screw up. Like, I don't know why. Like, I freak out. I just, it's this weird perfectionist of that I have. Like, everything has to go perfect. Everything has to be perfect. I got to be my best self. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, I just get too much in my head and I get so riled up that there are chances that my muscle memory just shoots out and I forget stuff. Um, I there was I do remember there's a part that I I like screwed up very badly in that match. So. Yeah, I was going through it and everything was good. And then I just do remember a part like, uh, crap. And yeah, you just kind of have to like bounce back very quickly and you can't let that end it. And I don't, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was bad, but it it wasn't that bad as I thought in my head. And you just kind of, you gotta, you can't stop. You gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Like you don't quit. You just keep going. Like, like, thinking back to your first match, like, as far as your dreams go, were you thinking to yourself after the match, like, oh, this is oh, this is definitely what I'm doing for the rest of my life? Did you ever think, ever, like, have any doubts before or after the match or if or any being discouraged at all? Did you, can you remember it being like that at all? Um, after my first match, it was, my first match was in, like, North Carolina, I think it was Concord, North Carolina. It was mm-hmm. one of the biggest crowds Ring of Honor had, so it was, like, extra pressure because yeah. there were so many people there. Um, I do remember, like, talking to Christopher Daniels and I thought like, Oh God, I let, I did, wasn't as good as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but then him talking to me was saying like, it's your first match and that's, you did very well for your first match. And that yeah. kind of like solidified like, this is what you're supposed to do. If he's saying like for your first match, you seen far worse. And so I'm like, well, that means I, I did somewhat well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. It did like, it's this adrenaline that you can't describe. And it, you don't real with me at least. I didn't realize it till like maybe a half hour after the match. Like it, everything kind of sunk in, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy crap! I just wrestled 
for Ring of Honor in front of all these people. And I survived. I didn't die. Yep. And it was, was fun. So, awesome. yeah, I was hooked. <laughs> and now where do you see, um, are you are you the type of person who looks ahead like five years, I want to be here? Or are you the type of person that takes it one day at a time or one week at a time as far as matches in your career? Um, I'm a little bit of both. Uh, my head trainer, Delirious, always says like, always take the little goals and the little victories focus on that. And then you'll never feel like you failed, which is true. Mm -hmm. So I'd always like be like, I want to at least have one match. And then the next goal was I, I want to wrestle for women of honor. And then I want a TV match. And so just like little stuff like that. Um, so my little goals is just keep wrestling, just keep getting matches. Those are my little goals every, uh, day. Mm -hmm. Uh, my big goal, like five years, I don't, it's hard to say where you'll be five years, but I honestly, I'm loyal to Ring of Honor, like, through and through. They born and bred me. Yeah. Um, so I'm loyal to them to a fall. I want to build up Women of Honor. Like, it's the best company in the world, and there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Every women wrestler wants to come to us to compete. And I want to be champion because you best believe I'm coming for that damn belt. <laughs> you know, love you, Sumi. If Sumi still has it, I'm still coming for it or somebody else. I want to be the Women of Honor champion, but I want Women of Honor to be the caliber of women's wrestling. And I'm going to do everything I can and train every day and try to be the best I can be to put it as, as I don't know, on that level that I, I dream it to be. Now, um, a lot of the women, um, as far as I know, as far as I know, contract-wise, you can let me know if it's different. They do some indie stuff here and there. So, I, you know, Brandy, not unfortunately, she went to Japan for stardom, didn't do exactly what she wanted to do, but, you know, we'll know she's going to be back. Um, do you have um, kind of a goal as far as doing more indie stuff, too, like going over and uh, traveling overseas and, you know, seeing um, stardom and maybe even Mexico, stuff like that? Uh, yes, I do. I dream of stardom like it's a lot of the girls have gone over i think uh scarlet kelly mandy well obviously sumi mm-hmm. um and brandy um i'm not gonna i i i'm not saying it's like totally out of the question i i do think it's an attainable goal of mine because mm-hmm. of the other girls that have had that chance i definitely would love to do that um mexico uh i would love to do because uh, i i even though i'm italian i joke that i'm I should be part Mexican because I love tequila and Mexican food so much. So it would be my downfall if I were there because I'd be so out of shape and drink margaritas all the time. So they might think twice before hiring me. Uh, but yeah, I would love to go to the UK. I love the UK style the, of wrestling too. That And even Australia and New Zealand. Like I've seen a lot of like amazing wrestlers come out of there. And Australia is like my number one bucket list of where I want to travel. Wow. So. I would love to go there. Anybody interested, please hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, so where can, when, when's your next match going to be? Uh, God, I'm trying to think. I'm such flutter brain. I think June 10th for Fury Pro Wrestling nice. in Maryland, in Rockville, Maryland, to nice. be exact. All right. And then uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me Twitter uh, at StellaGray215, Instagram, the same thing, at StellaGray215, and Facebook is just. Stella Gray. Oh, wait, like one more question. Okay, you're from Philly, right? Okay, I'm from PA, Central Pennsylvania. It's almost like a prerequisite that you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Okay. Like, you, you, you have to be or you get kicked out of Philadelphia. Like, where, <laughs> where, where were you when the Eagles won and how, how was your family? What was everyone doing? Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. So my brother from New York, uh, he got uh, Airbnb. Is that what it's called? Yep. Uh, in center, like an apartment in Center City, right on Broad Street, like nice. two blocks from so we were watching the game, and I think I'm a jinx. I like I wasn't allowed to root for the Eagles for probably the last ten years because every time 
or Phillies, like any any Philly team. So the whole entire football game, I literally had to keep my head on the phone and then like only watch replays. Uh, so <laughs> when it came down to the last minute, I think it, I have like an Instagram story. I'm probably going to replay it next year. I was like, is this really happening? Like, I was trying not to get like overwhelmed and I wanted somebody else to tell me like, yes, they really won. And we were jumping up and down. We like, got, well, I shouldn't say it. it's Philly. I don't care. We got our drinks. We went outside. <laughs> we went to Broad Street. Everybody, I feel like the whole entire city was down on Broad Street. People were setting off fireworks. Like everybody was cheering. Man. It was a crazy, crazy night. But like, it was amazing to be a part of. I went to the parade a couple days later. Was it was crazy. the most cold day in Philly. It probably like all winter long. We didn't care. We're like, it's, 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 it's <laughs> yeah. We saw people were doing some crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But you know, you have to be uh, happy. Like, people are gonna talk crap about Philly. Like, oh, they were burning the city. They did not. Okay, there's always bad apples. But if you were on Broad Street, it was mostly just like love and like everybody's like, yeah. Dr-. Okay, people were standing on awnings and stuff, and there were some drunk people. Okay, but that's gonna happen <laughs> every time. <laughs> but it's Philly. It was our first Super Bowl. We're gonna go a little nuts. So forgive us. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We definitely look forward to all your matches. You have been, like I said, um, I've seen, I've seen, probably haven't seen as many as Christopher Daniels, but I've seen quite a few matches. Yeah. Uh, you could tell the difference and your finesse just coming along. So we definitely look forward to seeing you in stardom all over the place. Don't forget who gave you your first interview. Just For real. Just bring I'm, just, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. I'm totally messing. I wish you all the best. And um, yeah, we will definitely uh, continue watching you on Ring of, Ring of Honor. All right, thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. So we, so guys, we have a little bit of time left. So uh, let's go into uh, two news stories real quick. Hit, hit us with it. All right, TK. Ronda Rousey gets challenged by Nia Jax. So at Money in the Bank. So, <laughs> what you want me to say? Oh my god! So uh, we'll make this real quick. So Girl. Ronda Rousey, we got her, actually got her out. I believe it was in New York. Uh, TMZ actually got her out. We asked her. She she said that she wants to have kids soon, which is very you know whatever. We haven't seen her um, in any. I believe she might be doing some live events, but we haven't seen her on any TV tapings in a long time. Um, so this to me feel if, if Ronda gets the belt, I'm going to be very 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 upset. Um, Tell me why. Well, one, she's. I know if she gets the belt on a uh, on a media why on a media thing, um, it's it's going to be great because you know it's going to be more eyes on WWE. But on um, staying true to the sport and staying true to the people who've been grinding for a long period mm-hmm. of time and staying true to you know not watering it down, it, to me it doesn't. So if I'm if I'm like. What I was three years ago, just a casual fan. Mm. This would be awesome. But for somebody who watches wrestling all the time, now. all the time, which is essentially like a part-time job, I'm not necessarily feeling feeling this idea. So I'm really hoping that it, I understand why they're doing it, but I'm really hoping that Naya retains the belt. Um, but even Naya, on that flip side, she's been grinding too. Yeah. But I don't know if them together mm. will make an amazing match. So that's 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 the question. Like, what, so what, would your would your opinions change if that match is great in Let's say Ronda wins and then she gets cashed in on it the same night. Would that change your thought process? I mean, all? that would be a holy crap moment, and I definitely, you know, uh, that's how WWE does sometimes. So sometimes. you know, I'm, I'm I'm becoming a little bit of a purist, meaning that like you know you you invest this much time, you want to kind of see how everything goes. But you know, I, I honestly hope that she doesn't. But you know, we'll see. You dig it. Uh, hit us with that next story. Ring that bell, Tony. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Uh, thanks, Tony. Um, J- John Cena says he wants to marry Nikki Bella and have kids with Nikki Bella. Here is the problem. Listen. I feel like now we're being hoaxed. John, listen. First, let me preface my statement. Like, John, you know I love you, man. You know I think you're the yeah. GOAT. But I got to come at you on this boy. What's he talking about right now? Yeah, I feel like now we're being hoaxed. I feel uh. like... <laughs> I feel that now. I, 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 Toda Bellas, by the way, um, or Toda Divas, the show, we're going to be covering it next Wednesday, starting next Wednesday yes. at 7 p.m., just for you guys who are watching this. Um, but I feel like this is a hoax now. Like, I feel like um, this was all stage. You know, you went with the, the proposal in the stage. Now you were supposed to get married, I think it was last weekend. It didn't, it didn't happen. Mm. Now he's going on Good Morning America or whatever morning show to say that yep. he still loves her and he tried to get her back because she broke up with him. That's what he's saying. And then that same day, um, Nikki was interviewed on the red carpet saying, whatever and then she's on GMA today it's just kind of like it feels like Mm. it's a setup and it feels like you're setting up for a bigger storyline and it feels very um not authentic. Yeah, so so which so now you're thinking they're to the point where this is like this is just a total sham. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a total sham, which is which is fine, but it's not even a it's it's not even a believable sham. Yeah, like I think now now you're now you're wasting my time. Damn. So it's just kind of like I don't I don't like I, I I want I and then why why put your why put your I don't know. Like, I mean, I, it's it's almost like borderline Kardashian. If this is true, if it's just a, yeah. a ruse, which we'll never find out. Yeah. But if it is, then it's almost borderline Kardashian. Yeah, which is crazy because so not, people, like, that. expect the Kardashian thing, you know, but this one, they're actually, like, believe, believe in it. Yeah. And, like, they actually feel like there's true love at play here. Yeah. So, like, it's really, really upsetting So people. if he didn't do that, I would have definitely believed it. But now it's just kind of like, you know, he, and like I said before, I talked about this on TMZ, is that... He um, previously, before the breakup, he said he wanted to have kids. I think it was on Fallon or one of those late he nights. He know he's tripping he's, there. He said he's he said he wanted to have kids before that, and then she breaks up with him. And then it was also filmed apparently, so we're gonna see that. I mean, and they filmed the breakup though. I'm like, they filmed they filmed the breakup, which and it, it just feels like John before all of this. And I know what he's trying to go for, but before all of this, he we, you kind of. Res- him now it feels like it's you're doing it for um uh, what's it called reality tv mm-hmm. and i hope it's not me too i mean i hope like, they do get back, back together but i hope it's i hope it's not all these little things right for the numbers in order to build like you know the the movie career and the wine and all this other stuff because the numbers are good ain't they the, the numbers are good but i mean when you have somebody like the rock looming over you and, and he's looming, right? And and they they went they had a little bit of back and forth a couple weeks ago when both their movies came out. But when you have, and I'm sure there's a healthy competition. But when you're the underdog, you know sometimes you might do some questionable stuff. That's a fair point. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I hope them the best. Just speculation. She says she don't know, but she's like she hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Um, I I, I wish them the best. I don't really see anybody else with Nikki. That can handle her. So true. Um, not in not in a you know a, a negative way. It just seems like he's big time. It's boxing. Like it's Cena. Yeah. Then where you go from Cena? Well, yeah. It's like you know why where and it's not even beyond that. It's just her personality. Mm-hmm. It takes a very strong person to handle her personality. Um, real quickly, woman uh, star of the week. Yeah. Women's Pro Wrestling Star of the Week. All right. So we actually just had Stella Gray on. So uh, definitely thank you for her. Thank you, Stella, for coming on the show. Um, she, this lady, actually battled Stella. It's uh, Mandy Leon. Uh, you can follow her on Mandy L E 
L E O N X O, the exotic goddess. Um, she, now, when I think of goddess, I always think of uh, Mandy Rose Every for some time. reason. Um, so she's currently in Ring of Honor. Um, she's also a model, actress, dancer. She's from Brooklyn, New York. For you guys who are just wondering, you know what 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 she is: she's Puerto Rican, Cuban, Italian, French. Wow. Um, she's been wrestling for a very very long time, and um, she started in uh, starting her wrestling or wrestling career in 2014. Um, she uh, was also in the Women of Honor Championship in 2018, um, but got defeated by Kelly Klein. Um, But we're going to see how she does. She looks absolutely um, amazing. So, you know, definitely on the the looks-wise, she's there. But, I mean, there's something about her that's... Which one is she? um, She is the one in the red, I believe. Um, but they both look amazing. They do. Um, both now fun. she also uh, she's also did did numerous appearances in WWE in 2014, 2015 as Rosebud for Adam Rose. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and she went over to Stardom in 2017. So definitely look out for her for sure. Um, th- not even to be like on. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's sexist. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah, on top pretty. of that. So I mean, either way, you're you're gonna you're gonna be good to go. Um, but. That kind of marks the end for us for today. We have a couple great shows coming up for you, and then we're also going to be revving up for SmackDown. Not SmackDown, for um, Uh, SummerSlam. Um, If you don't know what I mean, you won't find out, but I have stuff (laughs) in the works revving up for SummerSlam because that's just what I do. Um, uh, (laughs) Why are you laughing? Also, um, we do have a poll that's going to be coming up. um, money Money in the Bank. Oh well, yeah, we can do uh, Ronda Rousey or Na- Nia Jax. Who do you have? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, AfterBuzz uh, TV Wrestling. Also follow AfterBuzz on Twitter um, and Instagram. All that good stuff um, for i for iTunes. Yeah, for iTunes. Give us five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, don't give us anything at all. Yep. I'm definitely reading all your comments. Definitely appreciate that. You can DM us and do all of that good stuff. Follow oh, yeah. us on WPW Weekly on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Where can uh, they find you, Mr. Evan? Um, at Evan T. Mac on Twitter and Instagram. Holla at your boy, please. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We know there's a lot of other podcasts all over the place, but we definitely thank you guys. And also my folks on the live chat, we definitely thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. Um, other than that, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. You can also see me on TMZ doing a lot of crazy stuff and I also have I'm going to be on another show tomorrow morning uh, follow me on my Twitter and Instagram right, to girl. find out what show it is going to be Damn. on because I'm West Indian <laughs> and apparently I can never have enough jobs um, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad we will see you next week Johan Pena Kevin Undergaro Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek producer TK Trinidad and me Mark Donica your voice of Afterbuzz TV wrestling we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes subscribe to Afterbuzz wrestling on YouTube and find us on all social media thank you for watching women's pro wrestling weekly see you next week <laughs> <laughs>